Each year, the Australian Catholic Bishops' Social Justice Statement is an opportunity for the bishops to share teachings on a contemporary social issue and to offer guidance that help inform people's actions and attitudes in responding to these issues. Here is the Bishop of Parramatta, Vincent Long, at the launch of this year's Social Justice Statement. I too would like to begin by acknowledging the uh, traditional custodians of the land uh, in which we gather, the land of the uh, Darug people, and I pay respects to their elders past, present and emerging. I also pay respects to the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people who are present here or their descendants and thank them for their care of country and their stewardship of the land, its uh, flora and, and fauna. The church in Australia will not be fully the church that Jesus wants it to be until you, the Aboriginal people, have made your contribution to her life and until that contribution has been joyfully received by others. Oh, friends, those were the memorable words of Pope John Paul II when he gave a very powerful address in Alice Springs in 1986. He reminded us all of the importance of justice, respect for cultural diversity, protection and the dignity and the heritage of our First Nations peoples. Well, several decades have passed and the question that St. John Paul II raised, the question of Australians and Australian Catholics in particular, receiving joyfully the contribution of our First Nations peoples is still very much pertinent to us today. The statement that I launch on behalf of the Australian Catholic Bishops' Conference entitled Listen, Learn, Love, a new engagement with Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples encourages us to apply the wisdom of St. John Paul to our lived reality. It offers Catholics and indeed all Australians a constructive approach to take in relation to the upcoming referendum on the voice to Parliament. Even more importantly, to the way non-Indigenous Australians who engage with Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples in the months and years following the referendum. This statement is very different from those in the past. Much of the preparation was spent in listening, listening to the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples in all sorts of circumstances in all sorts of places, major cities, but also in remote and regional areas. And through this listening, we learned much about the experiences and the feelings of our First Nations peoples, as well as their hopes and dreams for a better future. One of the objectives of this statement is that that Catholic social teaching and Catholic social action are not simply theoretical. We hear what God is saying to us about justice by being with our brothers and sisters on the peripheries of society. In the words of Pope Francis, the church that goes out onto the streets, that gets itself bruised 
hurt and soiled from being with the people. So this has been the approach of the statement for this year. It invites us to be attentive to the signs of the times. Gaudum Espes, or Joy and Hope, is the title of that very important seminal document of the Second Vatican Council. So to be with people where they are and to listen to their joys and their hopes, their griefs and their anxieties wherever they are. And the gospel itself, uh, we also learn that Jesus was on the streets listening and responding to what people were saying about their lives and what they hoped for. So listening and learning, discerning and deliberating together is an essential part of the gospel, an essential part of being a synodal church that Pope Francis is uh, calling us to embrace. One difference, big difference, you will notice in this statement is that the bishops step aside for a significant portion and invite the members of NAFSIC to speak directly to us all. This is also inspired by Pope Francis' promotion of a culture of encounter, the culture of deep respect and listening. Hearing about young people taking their lives, about so many people ending up in jail, of children still being taken away from their parents and grandparents, or about ongoing racism, about intergenerational disadvantage is difficult. It must be so much more difficult for these people to tell us about their painful experiences. And we are deeply, deeply grateful to those who shared their stories of pain with us. Yet even with all this pain and hardship, we also heard about many Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people getting on with their lives, raising their families, participating in community life, and doing the right things. So there's not just darkness and shadow, there's also light and hope for the future. While the church has done and said some good things over many years, we need also acknowledge that we have been responsible for the pain that our sisters and brothers have had to deal with. So we bishops have apologized more than once, and I say sorry again today for all the suffering we have played a part in causing. We, that is the, the bishops and the institutional church. But sorry is not enough. At its heart, this is what the statement is all about. Whatever the outcome of this year's referendum, we ask that the church in Australia make efforts to lead the way for our fellow Australians. Our attitudes and actions towards First Nations peoples need to be grounded in justice, love and humility. Doing justice, loving kindness and walking with humility as the prophet long ago urges us. We need to listen with deep respect and learn from our indigenous brothers and sisters about what needs to be done to improve their situations. We need to walk with them day by day and work with them to bring about change for the better, for the, their people, but ultimately for all of us.
strengthening our relationship with our First Nations peoples is integral and indeed critical to the strengthening of the whole nation. I'd like to express my deep gratitude to the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples of this country. You've shown much patience and resilience despite all the pain and suffering you endured. So in launching the statement today, I want to say to you on behalf of the bishops, and indeed, if I may, also on behalf of the whole people of God in Australia, that we love you and walk with you on this journey of healing and justice towards a better future for all. Thank you.